Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Parts of the dry southern Saskatchewan grain belt received much-needed rain early this morning. A thunderstorm passed through Regina, dumping rain for less than an hour. Bill Gale farms about 10 kilometers north of Regina. He estimates he received less than 10 millimeters or four-tenths of an inch. We finally received a, a little shower uh, early this morning. Oh, I don't know where we'd be. Uh, I checked the gauge, so we're probably in that uh, under 10 millimeters, I would think. But it's certainly much appreciated to actually be able to drive across your road and pick up mud on your tires. So uh, was a person's in a much better frame of mind today. Yeah, what impact will it have on the crop? Well, our uh, our flax, the small seeded crops that are seeded a little shallower, we're, we're hurting a bit. You know, our flax did come up quite nicely because it was seeded a little bit deeper than the canola. The canola was very, very patchy, so uh, we're hoping uh, that uh, maybe we'll get another shot of this uh, later on today or by mid-next week to get the canola up. But everything else is, is up, a little bit of patchiness. I think due to, you know, the excessive winds that we've been having and the warm weather have really dried out the top layer of soil. So uh, a little patchy germination in areas. We started spraying yesterday, you know, and, and there's no panic situation here yet, but certainly uh, it's it's uh, very well-received moisture, and I think we need this generally across uh big parts of Saskatchewan, so I'm hoping everybody gets some. Yeah, you more or less answered the next question, which is, when will we need more rain? Well, yeah, you know, it's, it's that time of year the crop is utilizing, it's growing, you know, growing like crazy. I guess one of the advantages about being so dry on top is, is the weed pressure is very low, so that's a good thing, but it is uh, that time of year uh, where people have to get on and, and get out spraying, and, and the wind is... is definitely you know causing a little bit of problems with that so uh, hopefully we don't get behind the eight ball uh, due to the wind. Bill Gale Farms north of Regina. The regional crop specialist in Weyburn, Sherry Roberts, says parts of the southeast received half an inch of moisture earlier today. I'm hearing five tenths of an inch around the Halbright area, uh, about a quarter of an inch around uh, Lampman over in there, Glenavon had a nice shower, I would say probably at least a quarter to a half of an inch. And uh, the whole southeast seemed to have gotten a little bit of a, a blessing this morning. What impact will that have on the crops? Oh, I'm looking at some fields this morning and the farmers are, the producers are already telling me that they're, they're, the plants look a whole lot more perked up than they did yesterday. And I know that uh, it, for some of the delayed germinations that we've had going on out there, this is going to be the boost that they need. And for those guys that have been able to get their sprays down, some of them need to be activated by some rain, and this is going to get that rolling. And I think this could be the start, hopefully, of, of a, a wonderful season. If we keep this up every week now, uh, the southeast should have fantastic crops. So you expect we'll need rain, more rain within a week? Oh, of course. The the pastures still are, are, we're seeing some real deficits there. This was a nice little break for the alfalfa and a lot of the hay fields, but they need a lot more to, to really be able to put something on for production. Once again, the whole southeast, though, is varied. I was down in the Oxbow area yesterday, and they still actually have really decent moisture, about uh, half an inch to three quarters of an inch down. So hopefully this will keep up, but it 
provides us with an optimistic viewpoint for the next couple of weeks here when things are real critical on development. The regional crop specialist in Swift Current, Kale Wilson, says parts of the southwest had 5 to 10 millimeters of moisture. Well, um, most of the south probably saw some scattered showers and around that two tenths. Um, there were some areas around Swift Current a little further north that got about four tenths. So that rain will definitely help with anything that was seeded later just to give it a little chance to get some germination going. I mean, it'll help as long as the wind doesn't pick up, keep the tops a little bit moist for allowing those crops to recover. Will it help with uh, germination and uh, pastures? With uh, germination, it'll definitely help because uh, with the wind we've had the last week, it's pretty much dried out the topsoil in the southwest, so it should help with that. With the pastures, it'll definitely help for them. Some of the frost, and it's getting pretty late, some of the hay crops aren't looking real great. When will you need more rain? Tomorrow. (laughs) Pretty much the entire southwest is pretty dry. Pretty much all the crops could do with, you know, an inch of rain. Uh, Nobody had turned that down to really help things sort of recover and get progressing and growing again. Yeah, how would you describe crops in your area? The crops are looking decent. Um, Anything that was seeded early seems just to be sitting at this point right now, just with the wind we've had and the hot temperatures. So it's they're falling behind, sort of, where they should be. Um, with a little bit of moisture, hopefully they'll be able to pick up. APAS President Todd Lewis farms at Gray, about 40 kilometers southeast of Regina. He says his area received a small shower this morning. We just certainly had a, a light shower this morning, maybe lasted for an hour or so, and, you know, at best maybe a tenth or a couple, three millimeters. So hopefully just something to prime the pump. And sounds like, you know, the maps and the, some of the, the models show a pretty good rainfall coming uh, next week, hopefully, you know, midweek. So, yeah, we need it. We haven't had uh, any measurable rainfall, you know, this growing season yet. So this little bit will help, of course, but we'll even see what happens later on this afternoon. Seems pretty muggy and so on, and, and they are talking about chances of thunder showers. So if we get a couple of uh, showers out of it this afternoon, it would be more than welcome, that's for sure. Sounds like it increases optimism in the thought, at least it'll help the crops germinate and emerge and get better. Well, sure. We've uh, got lots of subsoil moisture there, and the and the, uh, the beginning crops are, are very well-rooted. You know, we've had reports of some, some roots dug up. I mean, they're already 8 to 10 inches long, some some as, as long as a foot in some of the German crops and cereal crops. So, you know, we uh, are set now if we can uh, get some rain that uh, the crop will really flourish. And uh, it's been kind of sitting dormant here the last week or so, and... Uh, so hopefully we get a, a good rain, a good shot of rain here to really uh, get this, this year's crop off to a good start. How would you describe crops? Generally in this area, of course, we're on the heavier clay. That I think we're at average now. Good germination certainly, but lack of rainfall has hurt in some cases the lighter seeded crops and so on, and smaller seeded crops like canola. So, and uh, the wind in uh, some situations there were, were some damage with uh, you know fields blowing and so. You know, rain is what uh, will be a cure-all for a lot of uh, things that have happened to the crop so far, and it's certainly not too late to uh, have a good crop out of this year, yeah. Todd Lewis farms about 40 kilometers southeast of Regina at Gray. Pointing to cattle as both villains and saviors of the future. Alan Savory says overgrazing of grass has led to desert expansion in many regions of the world over the centuries, but he also sees cattle as a key component to ensure grass remains healthy. He says the key is for proper planning, management, and controlled grazing of grasslands by livestock. He's a guest speaker at the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Annual Meeting in Moose Jaw, which runs Monday and Tuesday. Cattlemen need to actually wake up 
Um, you know, most vilified in terms of climate change are livestock, cattle, really, uh, more than anything, and coal and oil. And if you think about it and just use common sense, livestock, coal and oil are all resources we will need for centuries to come. There's no way that a resource can cause your problem. It is entirely management that is causing the problem. And that's just common sense 101. So livestock being blamed, uh, it, they are rightfully blamed in many ways because of the way we've raised them and run them on the land for centuries, which has been causing global and Canadian and American desertification or degradation of land and the way we've run them in feedlots, which is even worse. Uh, so the people criticizing them, you can understand that. And for the last 30 years, while I've been trying to get people to do things differently, most cattlemen's organizations just have not uh, changed. So the, the criticism is mounting. Hundreds of wealthy celebrities are putting their backs behind it and their money behind vegan and vegetarian movements. So I just want to talk to the producers about that and how easy it is for them to turn that around and not be on the defensive because only livestock and mainly cattle in um, you know areas like Canada can reverse that desertification or land degradation. It's simply impossible to do it with any technology available. It cannot be done with fire, cannot be done by planting trees. Uh, what else is left? So what is the answer? The answer is to is to use livestock, cattle, greatly increased numbers because it's not them causing the problem, and change the management. And we've known how to do that now for 50 years. They, all they need to do is what we call holistic planned grazing process, re replace all grazing systems, rotations, mob grazing, all these things people have done and are doing just with a simple planning process that we literally don't know how to make it fail. And it, every single time the land starts improving, the profitability starts improving. So it's really simple, and I'll just talk about it. Alan Savory is an ecologist and founder of the Savory Institute in the U.S. He speaks at the Saskatchewan Stock Growers Convention in Moose Jaw, which runs Monday and Tuesday of next week. The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola fell 10 cents at 497.60. Oats rose 5.50 at 161.44. Number one red spring wheat increased 54 cents at 262.88. The rest were unchanged. Durham 274.56. Feed barley 125.03. Flax 443.96. Yellow peas $340. Feed wheat 141.99. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, July wheat was up eight and three quarter cents a bushel at six thirteen a bushel. The livestock report on the source six twenty CKRM. Now the latest livestock report. This is Grant Barnett with the market report. Heartland livestock here in Moose Jaw. Eight hundred and twelve cattle on offer here on Tuesday. That's the biggest June sale since I've been here for fifteen years. Looks like the cow market was maybe two to three bucks lower. A lot of these good cows. They're going to bring a dollar eight to a dollar sixteen on a little higher on some of them high yielding kind of cows. 
Medium cows are going to bring anywhere from a dollar two to a dollar twelve. Looks like the hundred and twelve bulls on offer on Tuesday. The real good big bulls. They're going to bring a dollar twenty-two to thirty-four. Sales right up to a dollar forty. Lots of yearlings on offer too. That market looked like it was pretty strong. We are selling every Tuesday here for the summer. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have a great afternoon. Now the latest pork prices. Ham sold 5,500 hogs Thursday, selling in a range of 189 to 191 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 3,500 heads, selling in a range of 190 to 192 per CKG. Hog prices for the week ending Friday, June 9th are SIG 3, 188.39, SIG 4, 188.88, SIG 5, 188.63, Cash, 187.13, Britco 182.66, Thunder Creek 182.20, and High Life 188.57. Ham's marketing cash hog price today is up $1.17 per CKG, and forward contract prices opened mostly higher this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was down with a daily exchange rate at 1.3503. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 0.7442 cents US. Since Monday, the cash price went up $7.22 per CKG, and